Good afternoon, everybody. Andrew Gay here with the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network, along with my co-host and founders of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. Welcome to the Kerrville Weekly News Round. I'm Andrew Gay. I'm with Mr. Gilbert Pies and Tom Fox. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing? Great. Doing well, Andrew. Thank you. Good deal. Good deal. Okay, so this is the first weekly news roundup that we've done. So I'm going to give a quick rundown on what we're doing here. So we're just going to take a minute and mention some of our favorite picks of the week and then close us out for the week so we can head into a good weekend. Let's get right to it. All right, who wants to kick us off? Tom, you want to kick us off? Sure. My two stories come to us from more public service angles. First of all, the Kerrville police are getting some new camera technology. And I applaud any effort for greater transparency in law enforcement. And I think the Kerrville police have been that and continue to do that and continue to lead the way in that area for the Hill Country. They're getting some new camera technology and I'm greatly pleased that they're doing it. I'm looking forward to getting the, the results over the next year or two. Second is emergency response teams. I think anyone who lives here knows that this is an area about family. It's an area about people looking out for each other. It's about people helping each other. And the emergency response teams of Kerr County are looking for volunteers to be a part of that effort. It would be some formalization, obviously. You'd need to be able to provide both CPR and other skills, but you'll be trained on that. And if you're interested in being a part of the emergency response teams and really helping out in not just Kerrville, but greater Kirk County as well, I would encourage you to look into that. You can find out info, any more information that, on that on the Kirk County website. So those are my two stories, Andrew. Awesome. Gilbert, what you got? I've got two stories that I've just been thinking about that I think are really important. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention, but we've got local city elections coming up pretty soon. The election's in May, and we've already got a few people that are considering running or that are already filing, has already filed for, as candidates to run for, I think, place one. We've got Lane Guerrero. He's already filed, and he is going to be possibly, potentially, competing for the seat with against Roman Garcia, who's already in place one. Now, Mr. Garcia apparently hasn't filed yet. He may or may not make it in time. The filing deadline, I understand, is next week. And so if you're not familiar with the city elections, you really ought to pay attention because a, a lot of really good hard work goes into running the city. And there's over the past couple of years been quite a bit of dissension there and I think it's fair to say if anybody that lives in the city has been following it very much Mr. Garcia has been a very heavy proponent of some of those things which isn't necessarily good or bad it's just different and then we've also got Jeff Harris who is running for I think it's place three the the current placeholder there is Kim Clarkson but she has decided not to run again Jeff Harris is running and as far as I know he's the only one that's running for that seat right now is that place three or place two I think it's place two. Okay, maybe. it might be place two. I'm, the only reason I say that is because I just had this pulled up. Ah, just, okay. But I think that's place two. But well, you're right, that's Kim Clarkson. Thank you for the information, yes, Andrew. Place one and place two, there's it looks place two, there's no competition just yet, but place one there likely is to be. I think too, if you don't really pay a lot of attention to those city council races, and frankly a lot of people don't, they are very important. Because of the way our system of government is set up for local elections. The city council members don't really do a lot of actual administration. What they do is they hire a city manager 
And that city manager is the one that actually runs the day-to-day efforts of the city. And of course, the city manager takes his direction from the board of directors, which is the city council. And of course, the chairman of the board of that city council is the mayor. So it's really something that you really need to think about. I would encourage everybody to get informed, look at who the candidates are, maybe even go to some of the candidate forums that I'm sure to take place between now and the election. If nothing else, just to get your own two cents worth on what these folks believe in, because if you don't think that what you're doing there or what they believe is important to you and how they effectively run the city, then you're really not paying attention. So that's number one. That's number one story. Local city elections, know it, love it, learn it, do something about it. And then my second story for the week is, I don't know if anybody's heard, but we've got an empty building in town, downtown actually. It's the old Bank of America building right there on the corner of Clay Street and Junction Highway right across, what is it now, Sunflower Bank? Yeah, Sunflower Bank. Yeah, it's right across from Sunflower Bank. They have a nice, Bank of America did have a nice looking little branch there, a nice drive-through and all, but they closed. They decided to empty out and left, I guess, about a year ago, which caused a lot of disruption to a lot of people that banked there for years. But the word on the street, I heard, is that there's another bank going to come to town that's going to occupy that space, a bank called Texas Regional Bank. It's out of McAllen, Texas. I've heard from several people, several sources, that they may be moving in there. And of course, local citizens of Kerrville love to razz the city about the number of banks that are in this town. But there's a reason that there's so many banks and financial institutions here, because there's plenty of deposits, plenty of money, here in Kerrville. It's a typically a retirement community. So there is a lot of demand or need for those types of things. But there's, I haven't heard any timeframes about when they're going to go in there, but it would be interesting. And, and if nothing else, it's good to not have an empty building in downtown. It's a nice one. Though. Yeah, it's a nice building. Those folks, Texas Regional Bank, if you look at their website, they've got quite a few banks in the Hill Country They've got quite a few in San Antonio. They're very big in the Valley, McAllen, Brownsville, Harlingen area. And then they've got a bunch of offices all over the state, actually. But they've got a that'll be a pretty nice presence for them because I think their closest branch right now is in Fredericksburg. Awesome. Uh, one, one, and speaking of financial services and who's going to move in there, one other little rumor that I heard from somebody, I won't mention names, Wells Fargo might be closing their five points branch permanently. If you've been paying attention They had closed the branch down during COVID, moved a lot of their services over to the south location, I guess you could say. It's at the Kerrville Tower next to the mall. But so the rumor on the street, I heard, is that they're going to permanently close that location. And that would probably disrupt quite a few things, especially people that have like safety deposit boxes over there. I'm pretty sure that other Wells Fargo doesn't have enough room for all those safety deposit boxes and so it might cause some disruption if you're not if you're not in the market for a new bank you might want to be because that's coming up especially if you have a safety deposit box over there those are my two stories for the week good stuff yeah and i think uh, to piggyback for me to piggyback off the election topic that you picked out gilbert the not only is the city council having elections but this, there is a school board election coming up too and I believe it's it's the same date now. Not going into too much detail here, but I believe there's two of these board members that are already facing facing contestants to for re-election there. And I know two of them for sure last year had runoffs. And I believe there's the date, so May 6th for both of those. And then, do you know? And I'm trying to remember if I did this, but I'm assuming you would probably be able to vote for both of those in one spot. Do you know? 
top of your head. You mean on the same ballot? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, so look for that. So not only is there a city council race, but there will be the school board ability, like availability to vote on that too. And then I think the other thing I was going to mention, and I'm a happy-go-lucky guy, but I noticed this morning on our friend Lewis's newsletter from the Kerr County lead, he had a long list of, of lawsuits that were going on that pertain to our area. And unfortunately, some of those are not the brightest of areas. I guess when you're in a lawsuit like that, it might not be anyway, but there were several that were pretty significant lawsuits that were in this area. There's There was a member of our community that was involved in the January 6th protest that's out there. The stuff that happened with the drag races last year, that was last yes. year, right? And then a local developer too, that's been tussling with the city for a few years. So just wanted to mention that those are important items that that you can keep up with that are going on out there that that could possibly and potentially affect our community going forward. Okay. So those were my two stories. So now let's circle back around. And if y'all got to mention just going into the weekend, maybe what you're doing, where your head's at this weekend, if you got any plans to enjoy our beautiful Texas Hill Country community this weekend. Tom, you want to kick us off? First, of course, I have to say Sunday is Super Sunday. So uh, I'll be parked in front of the <laughs> television with I've already ordered my wings from Wingspot. Uh, <laughs> but locally, I would encourage everyone to go to the library Saturday because they have the friends of the library book sale. It's typically on a weekday but they are having it on Saturday this week. I was surprised to find that a significant part of library funding comes from the, if you want to support our library, we have a great library here in Kerrville, professionally run by volunteers largely, and lots of great facilities, lots of great books, provide a lot of information for people who want to use the library. Go check out, and you can get some great books on the sale at a really good price. So check out the Friends of the Library sale Saturday from 1 to 4 at the library. That's awesome. No grooming is going to be taking place no. there, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, Gilbert, what you got? This weekend, my wife was talking about having a garage sale, but I think that's off the table now. So hopefully on Saturday, I get to work in the yard. I don't know. It depends if the weather's like this. I'd probably be working out in the yard, having some fun, relaxing, and then getting ready for a Super Sunday. It's funny, too, how everybody is very hesitant to use the actual full name of the event that's taking place. I, I don't know if you've seen any of the advertisements lately, but so many people are not even saying anything about what's actually happening. They're just saying the big game and Su Super Sunday or some other euphemism other than the actual phrase of what's actually going on in Sunday. And I think it that probably has more to do with a copyright or trademark thing, I'm sure, right? I don't know what it is, but anyway. Okay, so don't say Super Bowl. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Well, if you cause us any problems, Andrew, they're going to sue Andrew Gay, not Gilbert. They prove how I'm spelling it. They don't know how I'm spelling that. Is there a different way to spell it? B-O-L-E. B-O-L-E. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Um, All right. That's what we're talking about then. Yeah. I was talking about my super fun time at the bowling alley we're going at to. At the bowling alley. Okay. San Antonio. The so. one that doesn't exist in Kerrville yes, anymore. Right. In San Antonio. Yeah. Good, but good. you got the bowling barrel down there in the rim. So that's That's, that's right. That's right. So I'll be working in the yard hopefully this weekend. Yes. And we will be, when you do have that garage sale, my wife and I will be attending that. Excellent. Well. So we'll be Excellent. looking forward yes, to we, Anything you can do to help us get, clean out our garage would be great. And I think you've even inspired us to do our own in March. So we'll see how that goes. Excellent. I, my wife and I and her sister and fiance will be going to Roddy Tree Ranch to the amphitheater that they have out there to see Marcy play Playground. We bought our tickets last night and I, they don't want to call them up. They had one really big hit in 1997, Sex and Candy, and it's still around to this day. It's got like almost 40 million views on YouTube and very, it is a staple of a song in my childhood. So I'm excited to see them. Who you got in the Super Bowl? 
Oh, you said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I like the underdog, and from what I understand, they're the underdogs. If if you want my non-solicited opinion, I will go. I will regurgitate what someone told us earlier. 27-24 Chiefs, right? No, he said Eagles. He said Eagles? Yeah. Okay, but he called the score, so 27-24 Eagles. So I'll just go with that. That's someone else's opinion there. My best friend, God rest his soul, was a huge Eagles fan. But I hate the Eagles. So, <laughs> I do too. And my wife loves Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going with my wife and Patrick Mahomes. All right. All right. All right. Great minds think alike. That's acceptable. Hey, maybe what we should do too is give away some coffee mugs. What do you think? How should we do that? Yeah, we can. How about we plan on doing that on our next weekend? Okay. Yeah, our we'll, next week's show. We'll plan it. All right. Uh, so if you're watching this, just plan on next week. We can give away some coffee mugs. If you're out there and you're going to watch us live, just comment we'll come up with something we'll announce it at the beginning of the show that way it's go. a little there more organized hey and don't um, we want to talk about our yes I don't know, thank our you event, i guess i could I, say i wanted to put in a plug for that so thank you for reminding me i had the flyer right here for it so don't forget we are hosting on march the third oh, it's a friday but it's from 11 30 to 1 we're doing a why your business needs a podcast workshop so in today's world with technology all of us have our feet in the I don't know, feet in the fire as far as podcasts go. So we all have exposure to it. It's all done certain things for us, for our personal lives and businesses and stuff. So we are really excited to be able to talk about that and share our experience and ideas about why your business might want to look at doing a podcast. And that's March the 3rd. It's going to be at the Croc Center, the Ray and Joan Croc Center here in Kerrville, Texas. Y'all want to add, you want to add anything to that, Tom? Because Tom, you have spoke at multiple conferences before relating to podcasts. You're very familiar with that territory. So yeah, if you want to add something to that, please. More information is available on the Texas Podcast, Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. Come out and find out how your business can profit by having its own podcast. For sure. And how do people sign up? Yes, there's a link on our Facebook page with the event, and there's a link on our flyer as well. So it's not going to be hard to find it. Oh, and I'm working on getting it up on the website too. So you can go to our website, find it there, and then you can go to the link, and that's it. And it's 20 bucks a person. There you go. I was going to say, how much it, How much does it cost and what are we doing? We're going to have lunch. So yes, if nothing are. else, even if you find all three of us boring as hell, you'll at least get lunch. And I think the Croc Center's lunch is pretty good and I'd pay 20 bucks for it. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. The, we'll have a good meal for you and it'll be fun. It's just an hour and a half. It won't take up your whole day, but I think it'll be informative and worthwhile for people to sign up for. Awesome. Okay, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me. We'll be back here with our second episode of this, of news, the weekly news roundup next Friday. We'll see you all then. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. This is Tom Fox. Thank you so much for listening to the inaugural episode of the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. We now have 10 podcasts on the network, so I hope you will check out the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network and listen, rate, and review to some or all of the podcasts. We are the only podcast network in the Hill Country, and we're bringing a wide variety of topics to you for your entertainment and enjoyment. If you've got a podcast or you'd like to consider starting a podcast, please give us a shout. There's a link to contact us on the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network, or you can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. Thank you so much for listening to this episode.